Welcome to the Raging Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Dixon, Kai Zabo, and Taylor McIntyre. What's up, you turkeys? <laughs> Welcome to episode 50 of the Raging Takes Podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. It's Sansa's birthday. Happy birthday, Sansa. Uh, I am your host, Brian Dixon, joined as always by my co-hosts, Kai the Commissioner Zappo and Taylor McIntyre, a.k.a. Mac. What's up, fellas? Salutations. Konnichiwa. Oh, that's a new one. Sup, fellas? Yeah. To you too. <laughs> uh, salutations to you, too. Um, we got a just a quick little recap show today. There's a lot of teams on by this week, right? Was it six teams on by? Six. So, so it's not not too many games, not as much, not as many as normal. Uh, we're going to start off with the Raging Takes podcast standings contest, and we have a new clubhouse leader. No, we don't. I'm just kidding. I was hoping, I was hoping Kai would really react. <laughs> I, I actually uh, didn't believe you. Uh, um, well, you're very gullible normally, so apparently that nap wiped it out of you. Uh, Mac is still leading. He has the biggest lead that he's had all year. Uh, he's at 129 and 64. 18 games back is Kai at 111 and 82. And I am right. I'm nipping on your heels right now, Kai. I'm at 110 and 83. I'm one game. You did not have a very good week. I'm one. I'm one game back. When you and Dylan both picked the Saints over the Lions, I was like, "What?" I was like, "What?" I was like, uh, "So all I have to do is the so all the the Saints have to lose and the Niners have to win, and I just I I, I do a big old leap on you, and that's what happened." So, um, and then Dylan's 103 and 90, so I'm seven up on him now. So he's pretty comfortably in fourth place now again. So, um. Start with week, or let's get to week thirteen. Um, we'll start off with kind of a, a great, like one of the better games of the year, honestly. Bengals and Jaguars. Bengals win thirty-four to thirty-one in overtime. Jake Browning had a coming out party, thirty-two for thirty-seven, three hundred and fifty-four yards and a touchdown, a spectacular touchdown to Jamar Chase. Uh, then he had twenty-two rushing yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Joe Mixon nineteen for sixty-eight. And two touchdowns on the ground, six catches for forty-nine yards through the air. Probably his best game of the year, fantasy-wise. Oh, he popped off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chase Brown even had some nice runs too. Nine for sixty-one. Uh, Jamar Chase he had a great game. Eleven for one forty-nine and a touchdown. Tyler Boyd five for thirty-seven through an interception on a trick play. <laughs> one one of the worst trick plays you'll ever see. Uh, T Not Higgins good. three for thirty-six. Tanner Hudson four for thirty-five. And then for the Jags. Tra- uh, Tra- Travis Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, 22 of 29, 258 yards and two touchdowns, plus a rushing touchdown, had a really good game. Uh, then he in- got injured. Uh, apparently, it's a high ankle sprain. He was limping really badly, could barely stand on his own. So I would say his um, his status is probably pretty doubtful for this week. But Doug Peterson said today that he is pushing to play. So stay tuned for that. It, they are playing the, uh, the, the daunting Cleveland Browns defense, by the way, it must be noted. Hmm. Uh, CJ Beathard came in as the backup. Actually, did decent. Nine for 10, 63 yards. Travis Etienne was 11, 40, for, 11 for 45 and a touchdown, plus four catches for 34 yards. Evan Ingram popped off, nine for 82 and a touchdown. Say Jones, five for 78. A guy named Parker Washington, who I did not know existed until yesterday, uh, six for 61 and a touchdown. Christian Kirk, one for 26. He got injured pretty early in the game. I think it was like an abdomen injury or a rib First injury. Play of the game. 
Was it the first for, play of the game? For them, yeah. Uh, Calvin Ridley, four for 26. And then Josh Allen, a, one and a half sacks and an interception. He's a fucking beast, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to I start with this. First off, uh, when the game started, the Bengals had such a goofy-ass game plan. I don't, did, you, did you guys watch from the very beginning? Like they, All they were doing was running, which the, running the ball was working tremendously. And then they just kept throwing the ball to like like whatever receiver was on the line of scrimmage, usually Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase had like it was kind of like Cole Komet last week where Cole Komet had like five catches on the first drive. Jamar Chase had, I think, like four catches for like 12 yards on the first drive. It was like they just kept throwing it to him in the line of scrimmage. He'd get tackled almost immediately. I was like, what is this fucking game plan that the Bengals have? They just don't trust Jake Browning at all or something like that. And then they I think they started opening up after the Tyler Boyd play and it worked out for him. Yeah, it seems like they wanted to ease Jake Browning in a little bit, but it worked out. Yeah, it's like a basketball player. Once you see the ball go in the hoop, you know, it's like they just wanted to get him some easy completions or something, and then he just kind of opened up after that. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I At first, I was just like, is this going to be the game plan all day long? Uh, it was just so weird because, like, I don't know, like, we don't really know a lot about Jake Browning, but he's been in their system for a minute. I think I think he's been in this offense for four years, so he knows the offense at the very least. Like at least try to open it up a little bit. It's a game you have to win too. So what is this little dink and dunk shit you're doing? They kept doing trick plays too. They had a uh, one or two for Jamar Chase as well, at least one, uh, which did not work at all either. He like slipped in the backfield and then tried to throw it to Jake Browning, who caught it and like got tackled immediately by Jaguars. So that was probably lucky that that didn't get like a pick six. The Tyler Boyd one was terrible. Uh, it was just a really, really bad game plan. And then they went back to like normal Bengals game plan. And they did. Jake Browning did fucking great, dude. Honestly, he he was very impressive. Would, would you guys like target him in fantasy at all if you needed a quarterback? As a streamer, absolutely. He has the weapons. I'm mm-hmm. interested in, in that sense. Sure. I, I'm interested, too, if you're a chase owner, too, because like all of a sudden the sun's coming out of the clouds a little bit. You're like, oh, maybe the season isn't over for me. Uh, you know, when Burrow goes down, you're like, oh, well, there goes that, you know. Uh, and I don't know. Browning looked pretty good. And, like, the Jaguars' defense isn't amazing, but you didn't think that they would do this, right, against Browning. So, um, Only five yeah. incompletions. Like, that's tough. It's great, dude. 350, two total touchdowns. Like, uh, I mean, he must have had an amazing fantasy day. I didn't look at his point total, but it, it had to been damn good obviously so uh moving on to trevor lawrence that sucks um you, you don't really ever want to see that happen obviously and and the, the when it happened too he like tried to stand up and couldn't stand up fell immediately and the whole stadium was like <gasps> just completely oh gasped God. um so that's tough for the jaguars um uh, who i don't think are considered like a snake bitten franchise but they don't have a whole lot of luck sometimes so this was also uh, their first Monday night football game in like 12 years too. So that dude, was since 2011. Yeah. Um, I remember specifically that, that game too. Cause I was out of town watching it and I was like, they haven't played on the Monday night football since that game. That seems like just fucking forever ago. I mean, I was 19 at the time. So I'm like, Oh my God, I couldn't, be- I couldn't believe. I was like, that must be like the first home Monday night football game. Right. I kept looking at Schefter's tweet and they kept saying, no, this is the first time they've been on Monday night football. Meanwhile, you give the commanders four a year and they, they lose every single one of them. I was like, well, why, are- why aren't we playing the Jaguars on Monday night football? I don't what know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that kind of sucks. I guess we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully Lawrence isn't gone for a long time. I imagine he's going to miss this week at the very least. A high ankle sprain is a really bad injury to have, especially in football, but in this scenario, it's probably best case, right? 
Yeah, he didn't break anything, so that's good. So, that's what I assumed when it happened. I was like, oh, he broke his ankle or something. He's probably out for the year, but high ankle sprain, I think you can work with that. It might He might be out a few weeks, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about here? Evan Ingram, your boy, Kai? Yeah, first, first touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, first touchdown of the year. This oh, is, that's uh, right. Great for fantasy, absolutely. Yeah, that was uh, well needed because he's had a pretty solid year too, even without the touchdown. So, like, finally he gets on the board. I think uh, I think now the person who has the most receiving yards in the league without a touchdown is Jonathan Mingo, receiver wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that correlates. Yeah, that correlates for sure. I mean, he's he had a lot of targets this week, so maybe the co- new coaching staff will get him involved. Uh, I think he's somewhat interesting in fantasy. Uh, somewhat. Especially uh, for Dynasty. Yeah, oh, oh, definitely for Dynasty for sure. But I th- I think he could be like a potential flyer. I, but the Panthers are so hard to trust, man. They, they are just so garbage. So we'll get to them later. Um, the Jamar Chase touchdown was fantastic. I mean, throw was right on the money to Browning from Browning. Chase was wide open. Uh, moving forward, Chase and Higgins might honestly be pretty solid. Like uh, Chase could end up being a league winner. Where obviously that's a, like a weird thing to say about one of the best receivers in the league, but he kind of started slow this year. Then Burrow goes down. You think he's going to end slow? Might be okay. Might be honestly worth the top five pick that you probably spend on him uh, in the end of the day. Yeah, the schedule isn't too awful either for fantasy going forward for the Bengals. You got the Colts, you got the Vikings, and then you got the Steelers in the next three weeks. Ooh. So Steelers, Steelers could be hit or miss, especially divisional game. But those other two, that's those are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna um, let them cook. Yeah. Do you guys uh, have any confidence in CJ Beathard? He's not the worst backup quarterback. Yeah. No. It, I mean, I think the Jaguars are in a pretty good spot if they had to have their quarterback get injured here for the next few weeks. At least at standings wise, you know they have a pretty firm grip on yeah. that division. I think well, I think they were what only they're two games up or no, I think they're only one game up on the Colts now, right? Because the Colts won this week. They did, yeah. And uh, so the Colts Texas. have seven wins. Oh, and the Texas dude, duh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, they're they could still fall out of this. So I, I don't. They still do have a little bit of a, a lead. The Browns, I mean, they have a tough defense, but that's not the best team ever, too. So they could they could they could win that game even with Beathard, I think. I, I, I imagine I would pick the Browns if we were picking today, but I, I that's that's still a pretty winnable game for the Jaguars, in my opinion. So we'll wait and see. I mean, you never know. Maybe Lawrence will tough it out and play this week, but the way he was limping, dude. Also, can we get my guy a goddamn cart? We don't have any carts on the Jaguars' sideline. What the hell is he limping I, in the I locker room for? Yeah. He's walking for swap, 10 years. I've ever seen, dude. And I'm like... What do we do? He's Can we get the franchise quarterback a cart, Jacksonville? For God's sake! He's like six foot five, two fifty. Just like <laughs> these poor little coaches are like, oh my gosh, dude. The best <laughs> we can do is uh, the, the best we can do is a swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no carts. We spend it all, all on chlorine. Um, um, expensive yeah, stuff. And you need chlorine down there, in Jacksonville. Shit gets wild in that pool, probably. Oh, um. All right, let's move on. Packers 27, Chiefs 19, Sunday Night Football. Another pretty solid game. Uh, Jordan Love, 25 of 36, 267 yards, three touchdowns. Love is heating up at the perfect time for the Packers, honestly. They're in the playoffs right now. They're the seventh seed in the NFC. Wow. Um, A.J. Dillon, 18 for 73. Romeo Dobbs, 4 for 72. Christian Watson, 7 for 71 and two touchdowns. Had a great game. Left with a hamstring injury. 
you know how that goes. Uh, we'll see about his status moving forward. Uh, but if he were to miss the way Jordan loves playing, granted, a lot of that is probably has to do with Christian Watson back and like stretching the field a little bit because he can stretch the field a little bit better than Reed and Dobbs can. But you got to think that the way Love is playing, potentially Jaden Reed and <laughs> dropping down there, Kai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs could be really good fantasy plays moving forward, right? Mm hmm. Absolutely. I'm interested. Uh, I, if Watson misses, I'm playing Jaden Reed next week in, in my league that I, I'm in the playoffs for. I mean, I'm I'm very weak at wide receiver, so I don't really have a whole lot of choice, but uh, I'm like, I, I honestly feel really good about that if Christian Watson misses. Uh Dontavian Wicks, three for forty three, Tucker Craft, three for thirty seven. Uh Tucker Craft got a touchdown, did he not? No, it wasn't. Or, oh, did he take it back? Tyler Tyler told me he scored. I think he mistook. I think he mistook Ben Sims for Tucker Craft. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I would too because I don't know who Ben Sims is. So, um, you trust a Tyler, dude? Uh, never again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jaden Reed four for sixteen. Ben Sims a one yard touchdown catch. And then for the Chiefs, Mahomes twenty one to thirty three two ten a touchdown and a pick. Pacheco eighteen for one ten a touchdown three catches for thirteen yards also had a punch thrown on a helmet and got ejected from the game. Why do they Why do they do that? Why do players do that? Punch helmets? What are you an idiot, dude? Um, really dumb. What What the fuck is that shit? I've never understood that. Like, I get heat of the moment shit. You want to hit somebody, but like, come come on, dude. Um, so I I haven't heard anything about him having an injured hand or anything like that. I was like, I imagine if I punched a helmet, I would have broken all the bones in my hand immediately. So. Uh, Travis Kelsey, four for 81, Rasheed Rice, eight for 64, MVS, two for 25, had a, uh, there was a questionable D- non-DPI call at the end of the game, uh, oh, yeah. involving MVS and his return to Lambeau. And then Noah Gray had a, uh, a two yard touchdown catch. So I guess this is the first time it's kind of the, uh, the, the Taylor Swift, uh, um, what's the, what's the word I'm thinking? A hypothesis that didn't really work out. Uh, I mean, Kelsey, 12 points is fine. For any other tight end, you would take that all day. But 12 points for Kelsey's pretty stinky. So uh, I would say this is probably the worst Taylor Swift game that Travis Kelsey has had so far. It's also their first time losing with her in attendance. Ooh. Mm. I'm telling you, dude, the waxing give us gave the Packers powers. Dude. They're winning the Super Bowl now. I'm, that's my raging take. The Packers are winning the Super Bowl. Ooh. Uh, that's not real that's not real um yeah but i was just like uh, i don't know man there's some, something up with the packers right now man jordan love looks fucking great yeah he looks amazing he's yeah. really coming into his own like right when they need him to mm-hmm. i mean it's crazy i mean the the amount of games that he's played so far versus aaron Rodgers' first same amount of games stats are like eerily very similar like almost identical yeah um, do you think Taylor Swift got excited when Noah Gray scored, thinking it was Kelsey? <laughs> the Swifties, uh, the Swifties probably did. I think she probably knows enough about numbers. You know, I've been watching Travis Kelsey play for ten years. I thought it was him, so I, 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 I don't know. I was like, oh, Kelsey. Oh, never mind. Um, what number I, is uh crazy? Eighty four. Eighty four. I think. Yeah. So it looks- maybe 83. Justin Watson's 84, isn't he? Or is he 83? He looks like them both, too. And then the other guy, too, Bell, he looks like all of them. But they all just look the same, dude. All their tight they're ends. They're all the same people. receivers. Yeah. Just cloned. I, I think you might be onto something here, honestly. Mm. Um, so we talked about Mahomes has had just a horrible down. I mean, not a horrible year, but like a very down year 
Like bad for him. For almost two months now, it's been really he's been a bad play in fantasy football. It's not what you drafted him to be. Not really his fault either, you know, he just doesn't have much to work with over there. Rashi Rice is pretty much the the go-to guy, and that's good that they're finally starting to go to him. At least he has something besides Kelsey, but man, it's like this they lead the league in drops still. So mm-hmm. um has not had a multiple touchdown game since week eight in Denver. Ooh. Oh, never mind. I was looking at interceptions. I was looking at interceptions. That's my bad. He had he had two touchdowns last week against the Raiders. My apologies to Patrick. Uh, he's actually had a lot of multi-touchdown games. I, I apologize to the Mahomes family. Do you, um, you apologize to Brittany specifically? Everybody else but her. Uh, <laughs> Jackson? I apologize to, I apologize. Oh, God, never mind. Never mind. Sorry, Brittany. <laughs> I forgot his list of, of just horrible, horrible family members grows on forever. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess, I guess maybe I over, I'm overreacting a little bit, but it's still uh, like, he's the eighth quarterback in fantasy right now. Number eight quarterback. That's, that's not what you expected. Cause I, I feel like if you have Mahomes on your team, you probably drafted him in the second or third round. So yeah. Top five, at least is what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, look down here. I think, I think that's about I, uh, one more thing before we move on, actually. A.J. Dillon actually looks serviceable. Not good. Serviceable, yeah. though, 18 for 73. Small so. little tidbit about him real quick. He popped up on my TikTok today. He was playing farming <laughs> He was playing farming simulator on TikTok oh, Live. I, for- I forgot he likes to play that. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was. He was wearing a cowboy hat. He was playing. It. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that's actually it, awesome. It was, I had to watch for a second because he was like, like it's having a, a great time. Seems like it's a pretty relaxing game, honestly. I oh, imagine yeah. it probably is. Yeah, honestly. I, I don't hate it for it. I don't hate him for it. It was cool. I enjoyed it. Um, Next, we move on to Kai's safest game of the week. 49ers 42, Eagles 19. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know if you're more proud of your other one, honestly. So I uh, should be more proud of the other one. I guess it was a win, but it, it wasn't a it wasn't, wasn't good. a great one. It wasn't Not a pretty good. one. We'll get to that later. That's a tease. Um, Niners 42, Eagles 19. This was a waffle stomping, if I've ever seen one. Uh, Brock Purdy 19 of 27, 314 and 4. CMC cool. 17 for 93 and a touchdown on the ground, three for 40 through the air. Debo four for 116 and two through the air and 22 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. Debo popped off. Yeah. Kittle four for 68. Ayuk five for 46 and a touchdown. Juwan Jennings three for 44 and a touchdown. Javon Kinlaw two sacks. J- Jalen Hurts. 26 of 45 for 298, a touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Uh, Hertz got hurt for a little bit uh, here. I think he, I think he missed like a series, right? Mariota came in, was two for three for 16 yards. Uh, DeAndre Swift, six for 13. Swift got fucking popped wow. too by one of the Niners. That was like mm. one of the hardest hits I've seen so far this year. Um, AJ Brown, eight for 114. Devonte Smith, nine for 96 and a touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell had five catches for 42 yards and Quez Watkins had three for 28. So let's get your thoughts, Kai. Um, Yeah. So the Niners, they were just the better team in all aspects of the game. They were the better team overall and the Eagles were not in this game. So um, I think this game revealed quite a bit about the way the NFC is shaping up to be right now. I really do think the Niners are 
probably going to be the number one seed, especially if the Eagles do not win in Dallas this weekend, which could be a very big possibility. So now, now you hold on, you say that the Niners were the better team in this game. Uh, are they are they not the better team? Just period. They could be. Mm, okay. Mm. I don't think that's too bold to say either. I think we all okay. remember the playoffs last year when they lost Purdy. Yeah. But you know, they had Purdy Josh all Johnson. game this time around, so Yeah. Um I imagine we will see these two teams play again. If I yeah. had to guess. That would be cool. Uh, um it was a good uh, game still. You never know. I mean there are there are a couple other NFC contender like the Lions. I, I'm not sure the Lions defense is going to hold up enough, but the Lions are so scrappy that they could absolutely upset a team and, and go on a, like a little hot run. I, I don't expect that to happen. Dallas is interesting, obviously, but uh, if I had to put money on it, I imagine these two teams will probably play again in the NFC championship game, if not the divisional game, de- uh, depending on what the, uh, the standings equal out to. Um, Pretty disappointing, though, overall. I, I would say it's it, it was an entertaining blowout. You know, like sometimes you you see a, a football game that's a blowout and it's just a snoozer the whole time. It was entertaining. Like some of the, the Eagles made plays. Uh, yeah. They just they weren't really scoring. Yeah. A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith owners aren't upset. Devonta Smith had a couple of really nice catches in this game. Yeah. He looked great. Definitely really encouraging. But, yeah, overall, this Eagles defense is absolutely a huge weakness right now going forward. A passing, D, bro. Yeah, I know. Debo, Debo, Debo called him trash last year, and he showed <laughs> up. To, and he showed up to play t- this time. Um, this isn't going to help the passing game much, but they did sign Shaq Leonard. Oh. I mean, he's he's a he's a good coverage linebacker. I mean, that is one part of his game that he kind of excels at. But yeah, but they need safeties. I know they need safeties. <laughs> they need corners. Maybe he can play yeah. safety. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um. Maybe that's why he's struggling right now. It just needs to change his scenery in the uh, on the defense. Yeah. Um, uh, I you guys got anything else? In the, I mean, Purdy looked great. Yeah, yeah, he may when he has all of his guys available. He just it's like mechanical almost. He just gets it to his guys, easy reads. It's just man, what that play calling over there by Shanahan. He really knows what he's doing to. You know, set, set up. players. Yeah. Unless it's, it's in the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Falcons and Niners. I'm just saying. Um, Purdy did shoot up uh, into the MVP oh. conversation after oh. this game, too. Oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> no, honestly, I, yeah. I, there's not a clear cut MVP this year. There's like a handful of people it could be. Uh, if, I would say my Tyree money's on Dak right now. If Tyreek Hill gets 2,000 yards, it needs to be him. Yeah, they they like never give it to people who aren't quarterback. Like who who was the last MVP that wasn't a quarterback? Do we know? Do remember two thousand yards? Like it has to be. Oh, I'm with you. Is. I'm with you. I I totally would give it to him too. I'm just I, I, at a realistic point of view. You, you think you think they would give it to a quarterback? But there really is no clear cut quarterback unless you talking Prescott. Purdy could be in there for sure. I, I, Dak's playing so well that I think it's probably going to be him, depending on what the Cowboys' record is. But. Yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you. I, I, I personally would vote Tyreek if I had a vote, personally. 2,000 yards, absolutely. I, I just don't see it personally. If the Cowboys win this weekend, then... That's going to help Prescott's case big time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Rams 36, Browns 19. Uh, Matt Stafford 22 of 37, 279 and three touchdowns. 
Kyron Williams, 21 for 88. Touchdown, three catches for 24 yards. Puka Nakua, four for 105 and a touchdown. Left this game with like a really bad injury too, didn't he? Yeah. They th- came back what did him- the- McVay said he thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he was dead and he thought his shoulder was out of place, I think. But he was like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. What a All psycho. Good. I, I didn't realize Puka Dude, was a psycho. Like yeah. Like him and Stafford, actually. It's kind of like almost ironic that they're on the same team. Like those guys like take some massive hits, massive injuries, and just like keep on going somehow. Stafford is a very notorious playthrough injury guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Demarcus Robinson, four for 55 and a touchdown. Did not realize he was on the Rams until this game. Also had a really brutal holding call, too. Uh, I think that wiped out a big gain. I think it might have been from Kyron. I don't mm-hmm. remember who it was. Uh, I think it was a screenplay too. I think it was. I think it was like a twenty-five yard gain too. I think Kyron yeah. really scampered down the field, and he was pretty upset with himself, uh, or the refs. Either one, I, I, I'm not sure exactly who, but he was upset. Cooper Cup six for thirty-nine and a touchdown. Higby two for thirty-five. On the other side, Flacco twenty-three of forty-four, two fifty-four, two touchdowns and a pick. During the game, I thought Flacco was playing okay, and then I looked at the stats. And I'm like, oh, maybe he wasn't. I mean, uh, I mean, the the one interception was bad. That was an awful throw. But, uh, I mean, that he was, was moving really the ball bad. down the field better than, like, DTR and P.J. Walker were. Oh, yeah. I oh, thought. Yeah. He has that connection with Elijah Moore from the Jets. And True. He's just a lot better than anything else they have for now. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, you can't you can't put P.J. or DTR back out there. Nah. Uh, I, I think until Flacco plays just completely atrocious, I thought he played well he enough. He played decent to, to enough. Play, yeah, he played well enough to get another start, in my opinion. Um, Kareem Hunt, 12 for 48. Elijah Moore, 4 for 83. Harrison Bryant, 5 for 49 and a touch. Amari Cooper, 3 for 34. Jerome Ford, 3 for 33 and a touchdown through the air. Did he not have any rushing yards? He definitely had some. It probably wasn't an impressive amount. It was not impressive. Let me me look it up for for my OCD's sake. Um... He had nine for nineteen. Yeah, In comparison, Pierre Strong had two for twenty. So yeah, um, there it is. Um, get rid of some of this stuff here. Um, this was uh, this was actually a good game for a while. Uh, they kind of got away from the Browns at the end, but uh, honestly, this was this was a very entertaining game. I thought for the most part, it was the most entertaining game of the afternoon slate. Yeah, it was super up and down with you know the injury to Puka and just. It was kind of back and forth there for a while, so it was a good watch. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Kyron had a garbage time touchdown, kind of saved his fantasy day a little bit. Uh, I mean, he was doing okay before that too, but that, that really kind of put him over the top. I think he finished with about twenty points. Um, Did you see uh, what McVay said about that touchdown? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. The fantasy team, <laughs> Kyron's on, on my, my fantasy, fantasy team. team. He's on mine too, bro. Thanks. I was like. Yeah, me too, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I, I fist pumped. Uh, I was like, yeah, because most of the time people are like, oh, we don't care about your fantasy team. Like, shout out, shout out to McVeigh for having some fun because you know he doesn't actually care either. But he it's, it's actually play fantasy football. It's, it's nice yeah. to it's nice to have fun. You know, it's nice to have fun with the fans every once in a while. Sean McVeigh's fun, like Mike McDaniel, like Mike McDaniel. Mike, I saw a TikTok. I'll have to send it to you guys later if I remember. There's a TikTok. Uh, I think I may have sent it to Kai. Um, 
uh, where Mike McDaniel was talking to Robert Sala uh, on Black Friday, the Black Friday game. So like, yeah, last week I got kicked in the nuts. I'm gonna oh, get into yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> I got kicked in the dick. That I think he awesome. said that guy's <laughs> hilarious. Funny. He is. He is very funny. But um, um, what about the, the Rams? Are we ready to write them as legit again? Because no. right now I'm liking what I'm seeing with Kyron Williams back in the lineup, and they are tied for the wild card right now at the number seven seed. I need, I need Cooper Cup to get right, which what is it's ankle, right? Is it ankle for Cooper Cup that he's working through? I, feel, I think so. That sounds right. And he's still good enough to where he can basically play on one leg, don't get me wrong, but I need him mm-hmm. to get right for this team to be like I need to be able to trust them with with him in the lineup full go. Yeah. I mean, P- having Puka there obviously helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um they were talking about this on the fantasy footballers the other day. Uh, if you did like a, a wide receiver redraft, uh, not in fantasy, but in real life football, like how, how high would Puka go? Cause what, what was Puka like a fourth round pick fifth round, sixth round, super late. Yeah. yeah. Like fifth round. And they're saying he would, he, he would definitely go before Quinn Johnston. Right. Oh my God, dude, that bobble that like triple bobble on the sideline where it was like literally put right on his hands. I will, that one that was catch a break, dude. Uh, I'm not ready to call bust on him, but he is showing strong signs of bust so far. Uh, wide receiver, you could easily bounce back from a bad first year, though. So I, I'm, I'm not ready to throw that out there yet. But usually, usually when wide receiver busts happen, it happens exactly like what's going on right now. So hopefully that doesn't happen for his sake. But he's had so many opportunities this year, too. Like uh, uh, jo- Keenan Allen, I think, missed one game, right? Or something like that. Josh Palmer's missed a bunch of time. Uh, Jalen Guyton was missing time for a while. Uh, like, if you can't even, if you can't beat out Jalen Guyton, it's like, what the hell is going on here? First round pick. Um, not uh, good. Not good at all. Um, but you got to imagine Puka would have been like a top 15 pick in the NFL draft if they wanted, if they did a redo today. Oh yeah. Maybe the first uh, one off the board. He probably would be a top 10 pick, honestly. Um, that's about, that's about all I got here. Stafford looked great. Um, uh, you might be right. I, I, I'm not quite ready there yet with the Rams, but you might be right, man. Uh, like the Seahawks are kind of declining at the same exact time too. the pack. I mean, the Packers are, are hot right now, but I wouldn't say they're the strongest playoff team ever. The Vikings, the same thing. They're tied with the Rams, Seahawks, Packers to at six and six. So well, you might be right. It's like I look at their schedule. So win streak. I look at their schedule. They have five games left. Three of them are very winnable to me. So they have the Ravens, Commanders, the Saints, the Giants, and they end off with the 49ers. I could see them winning three of those games. I mean, the Niners mm. might rest their players in that week, too. Is that that's week 18? That's also true, yeah. Yep. So, honestly, that's a winnable oh. game, too, potentially. So, so we're, looking you, at maybe, right. we're looking at a 9- or 10-win Rams team, potentially, and I think that would be good enough for a wildcard spot, if I had to guess. The defense has really stepped up for them, so I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that for I sure. I like that take, Kai. Yeah, I like it. It's not raging. It's correct. No, I'm not. I'm not going to hit the turkey gobble for that one. I like it. Uh, Bucks 21, Panthers 18. Uh, this Ooh. was a close game, but it was boring. Uh, Mayfield was 14 to 29, 202, a touchdown and a pick. Rashad White continues his really nice second half of the season he's had well not even i mean honestly not even second half it's been kind of like since like week five ish he's been been really good uh 20 for 84 touchdown three catches 22 yards chris godwin had he had a rushing touchdown i didn't even see this Mm -hmm. um and no catches 
No catches, but a rushing touchdown. Very hilarious. Mike Evans, seven for 162 and a touchdown. He is now officially over 1,000 yards, Kai. Mm. Oh, sorry. Sorry to that raging take. That was... Yeah. Put that one in the L column. We all have them every once in a while. It's not a big deal, but I am going to make fun of you for it. Besides Mac, the rest of us, like me and Dylan, have them all the time. Um, Bryce Young. This is a lead. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I was like, oh, I don't see him on here, but he is on here. Never mind. Bryce Young, 15 for 31, 178, and an interception. Chupa Hubbard, 25 for 104, and two touchdowns. The real elite running back in Carolina. Uh, Miles Sanders, 8 for 23. Jonathan Mingo, 6 for 69. Nice. Uh, DJ Chark, 3 for 56. And Adam Thielen, 3 for 25. Thielen has really cooled off. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. So, there's been I don't know the 25 carries for Chuba Hubbard. This is now this is the first game without Frank Reich, right? Uh, new play caller again, or is it the same play caller that they had before Frank Reich took took it back over? It's probably Actually, they probably just went back to the same guy. Probably the same guy. Uh, do you think this might be kind of like a new thing, Chuba Hubbard, or do you think he's going to begin 20, 25 carries every game now with the new coach? I think they're probably getting a little sick of seeing Bryce Young throw the ball. Yeah, they still threw it thirty-one uh, times. But me too, brother. I think uh, I think their best chance to win games is to run the ball a lot more than what is necessary. And they have no choice but to win games because they don't have picks. So, yep. yeah, I mean, yeah, like this is not a tank job that they're doing right now. They're just really awful. So it's like, um, honestly, the Bucks aren't great, but they're in the playoff hunt still. I think they're only a game out of the wild card. Are they five and seven. Crazy. I think they're five and seven. Oh, they are only a game out of the wild card. That is yeah. insane. So, them and the Saints both are right, right there still somehow. Um, I do not want to see that team in the playoffs. Oh, me neither. Me neither. Um, no. uh, I mean, they weren't even good last year with Brady. Remember, they got destroyed by the Cowboys in the wild card game. Mm-hmm. Um, Obliterated. So, yeah, I. I there's a lot of teams in the, in the NFC I don't really want to see in the playoffs, but like I do not want to see the Bucks or the Saints at all. Mm-mm. So that's kind of stinky. Um, all right, I think go ahead and move on here. Texans 22, Broncos 17, CJ Stroud 16 for 27, 274 and a touchdown. Uh, Damian Pierce 15 for 41 and a touchdown. Singletary only 8 for 36. Nico Collins was nine for 191 and a touchdown. It's got oh, yeah. it should be noted that Tank Dell uh, left this game with an injury, and he is, I believe, he's out for the season, right? Out for the oh, season. Yeah. He had surgery today, I think, or yesterday. So that sucks. One of the more exciting young players in the NFL. That that stinks. Uh, Nico Collins, I imagine, is now potentially a league winner. Uh, Noah, Noah Brown. What's Noah Brown too. Kai's boy. Uh, I can now no run. longer I can no longer hear Noah Brown's name without thinking of Kai's smiling face talking about Noah Brown like a month ago. Yeah, that smug look. Yeah, get you someone who looks at you the way Kai Brown looks at Noah Brown when he's speaking about <laughs> Kai Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brevin Jordan three for sixty four. Las Vegas boy Will Anderson two sacks. Derek Stingley Jr. two picks. For the Broncos, Russ was only 15 of 26 for 186, a touchdown, and three interceptions. He also had 44 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Javante Williams, 13 for 46, plus three catches for 24 yards. Cortland Sutton, two for 77 and a touchdown. Jerry Judy, three for 51. 
Um, not the best showing from the Broncos, but they were in it until the very end. Uh, so I guess give them credit for that. Their, what was a five game win streak has been snapped. Uh, and the Texans are really good. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Yeah. The defense. defense is yeah. good. Wow. Their two, uh, young picks, Derek Stingley, their first, uh, round Ooh. pick, Derek Stingley. Stingley? <laughs> Stink, stinkly. <laughs> Stinky, stinky. But yeah, uh, he was their first round pick last season. Uh, He showed up big time in this game. And Will Anderson Jr., another first round pick of theirs this season. Had a great game too. So great young defense on the rise. Really love what I'm seeing from the Texans lately. Uh, It's crazy that they're third in that division too. Because it feels like they're the best team out of the three, right? Easily. That's what it feels like to me, yeah. So, I mean, the Trevor Lawrence injury, I think the Colts will come down to earth here any day now, honestly. I, I, they're, they're just winning games. It's not will like they? Really will they, though? Minshew mania. Yeah, I mean, Minshew does have just have some magic to him somehow. In some way, Minshew just always has magic to him. I kind of want I kind of want to see Minshew go to the playoffs. Honestly, I'm not like rooting against them at all or anything like that. I just think they're the worst of the three teams, personally. Mm, okay, I'm I'm rooting against them just because okay. I'm rooting for the Texans. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, it, uh, they could all three of them make the playoffs. Technically, That'd be bonkers. I don't know if I like that. Well, uh, we'll allow it, but I mean, the other seven win teams are the Steelers and Browns. I'd much rather see Colts and Texans in the playoffs than Steelers and Browns. Easily. Okay, fair. Yeah, let's do it. E- easily. Um, yeah. So I. I just very, very crazy the way that the AFC South is shaking out right now. But if I had to put money on it, I think the Texans will still win that division. Is that crazy? I don't think that's crazy, right? No, I mean, I would say that's a good bet. I, I would yeah. also put money on it. Yeah. Um, Brevin Jordan, he only had three catches, but he looked pretty solid. They were big catches, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big he, dude, big catches. He's got good like uh, yards after catch potential always when he catches the ball in space. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine Dalton Schultz will be back eventually, but if he's not, Brevin Jordan is an interesting fantasy play, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially with um, Tank going out. like True. The ball's going to have to go somewhere else now. So True. I'm interested in every piece there. The running game is still a mess. Yeah. Well, like I think we... Kind of saw this happening, right, with Damian Pierce coming back to full health. Like, he's going to kind of go back to the main guy, even though I, Singletary looked better while he I was out. I personally didn't. I thought D'Amico Ryans would, would stay with Singletary. I, I definitely thought Pierce would still get touches, no, no doubt about it. But I thought Singletary was going to be the main guy. I started Singletary in, in my league trying to make the playoffs this week, and he only got five points for me, and I was pretty disappointed. I think it's just, you know, he's more tenured at this point, and... They just kind of trust him, you know. Yeah. I think that's really what it is. Fair mm. enough. Um, are the Broncos just back to being bad again, or do you think that they still have a shot here? I think it was just an off game for them, but yeah, Russ Russ definitely was not cooking this game. No, he was not. He was pressured heavily. Like they yeah. were all over that defense was all over him. Texans so. defense really stepped it up too. Yeah, so I'd say just Broncos will regroup next week, and I think they'll be go back to being a decent team still. Um, let's, let's play the win loss game. I don't want to like predict picks or anything like that, but here, uh, but I'll just give you the rest of the Broncos opponents here. You tell me if they win or not Broncos chargers this week in SoFi. Broncos could definitely uh, win that game. I think they win that one. Yeah. Chargers, probably... chargers have not looked good. 
Yeah, they probably win that game, especially uh, Eckler. We'll talk about him later, but good. Yes, yes, we will. Uh, Broncos Lions next week on a mm, Saturday. Probably Lions. I would say Lions. Yeah. Mm. Um, Pat's Broncos on uh, Christmas Eve. Broncos. Uh, Broncos by a mile and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no pun intended, I guess. Uh, Chargers Broncos again on New Year's Eve. Mm. I can see them sweeping the Chargers. I can also see them splitting. I can see the Chargers sweeping too. That's that that could go yeah. either way. That one's in Denver on New Year's. Let's Eve. just make it fun and say they sweep the Chargers. Okay, let's make it fun. Uh and then Broncos Raiders on January seventh. Obviously a loss. Uh obviously. Just kidding. I am I think they'll I think they'll split with the with, with the Raiders this year, personally. Okay. So okay. I mean if that's the case, they're going to be four and one the rest of the way. Let's say they even split with the Chargers and they're three and two. That would put them at nine and eight. Is that good enough to make it anything? It might be. Uh, might poten- potentially, be. yeah. Yeah. They could so, be sneaky. Those two Charger games are kind of big, honestly, because you got to imagine the, the Patriots are probably a guaranteed win. You imagine the Lions are a loss. And then. The re- so the, really, the divisional games are really the important ones. The rest of the way, the two Charger games and the Raider game. Big so, time. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Uh, all right, moving on. This was a shit kicking. Oh my um, goodness! Dolphins forty-five, Commanders fifteen. Count your days, Ron Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> Count your fucking days. It's uh, time to go. Good lord. Uh, two uh, eighteen to twenty-four, two eighty and two. Devon A. Chan seventeen for seventy-three and two. Three catches for 30 yards as well. Raheem Mostert, 11 for 43 and a touchdown. Tyreek, five catches, 157 yards and two touchdowns. There was a cool moment on Twitter this week that uh, was actually Tyreek was involved with a couple cool moments on Twitter. I'll start with the lesser one, honestly, but the more football related one. Uh, uh, One of the uh, commanders beat writers, uh, Grant Paulson. going to be honest here. I don't want to shit. I'm not going to shit on him too hard. And I've never been a huge fan of him personally for my time being a, a Washington fan. Uh, it's good at his job. Just, I don't love some of his takes that he's had over the years. Um, he was like, I can't one of the, on the deep ball that, uh, that was a touchdown for Tyreek Hill. He was like, I can't stress enough that how bad of a throw this was. First of all, it wasn't a horrible throw. Uh, he was like, it just was not the perfect placement at all. And Tyree came out and was like, actually, it, it was it put at exactly where it was supposed to be. I ran a bad route, and Tua still put it on a, at a spot where I could get it to. I was like, that's that was cool that he came mm-hmm. out and defended Tua for that. And then the other really cool thing that happened uh, this week uh, involving Tyree Kill is, if you remember back to, oh, God, I cannot remember who they were playing, but the game where he did the backflip after he scored the touchdown and yeah, took the his- phone. Um, uh, the, the guy who did the, the, uh, the camera work, I guess he got suspended from the NFL or fired from the NFL for that or something. And now Tyreek is paying his salary for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, I, I actually season. mentioned, I actually mentioned that on the Saturday episode. We started oh, off the, God. yeah, we started off the show with that. Uh, I definitely so that's, listened. That's his personal social media manager, actually. Yeah. Yeah. This is homie. So, so that's why, but, yeah. But if it's his personal one, how could the NFL fire him? Did he work for both? Uh, he just, they banned him from, from oh, gotcha, 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 yeah, gotcha, 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 photographing gotcha. the games. That's like, why? Uh, he can probably still be there in the stands or something. If, how harmless know. was that? Like, that, that, and, yeah. and dude, they were plugging that shit everywhere, man. The NFL yeah. sucks. They yeah, suck. Dude, me, me and Dylan we used to really have went such fun stuff. 
Remember when Ocho Cinco was like using the pylon oh as gosh. a golf club? <laughs> Dude, like breaking out the the flip phone and mm-hmm. like just like so many cool moments over the years. And it's like they just don't they don't let them have fun. No fun, no league. fun league. No fun no league. Fun league. Gosh, dude. oh man, I, yeah, I, I just couldn't, I just, I, I couldn't wrap around why that would be. Like that was so harmless. It's just like you're just gonna ruin this guy's livelihood. And he was just like a twenty year old kid. Mm-hmm. It's like you're gonna ruin this kid's livelihood. That he was probably getting paid pretty decent too. Oh yeah, yeah. So and it's like hopefully Tyree continues to imagine like baseball. Imagine they banned bat flips. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you can't flip the bat after a home run. It's yeah. like that kind of stuff. You oh, know that, what I'm saying? It's like, that would be so stupid. Exactly. It's, that's a, it's on equal level of stupidity. This kind mm-hmm. of stuff that they keep thrusting up upon the players, how they can't enjoy themselves because they made a nice play. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. he's having a hell of a year. Just let him enjoy it. dude. I agree. Um, where was I? Jalen Waddle five for 52 for the commanders. Excuse me. Uh, Sam Howell, 12 for 23, 127, and a pick. Uh, also had 21 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Bless you. Ugh, oh, thank you. Bless you. Um, and see what happens. Sorry. I thought you sneezed, and then I didn't hear anything come out. I thought then you dropped something, and I said sorry, and then you I, actually sneezed. So I, I, I held the first one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Brian Robinson, 7 for 53, and then he got injured. Um, Antonio Gibson, 10 for 35 plus four catches for 37 yards. What was that injury on Brian Robinson, by the way? I didn't see. Um, it was a leg, I think leg. Yeah. Uh, We'll get back to their running game here in a second. I got some questions for you folks. Curtis Samuel, four for 65. Jahan Dotson, two for 23. Terry McLaurin is not on the stat sheet. You want to know why? Because he had zero stats. He had three targets, zero catches. His comment was pretty funny. I, I won my fantasy game by 50, and I had Terry McLaurin in my line. I had Terry McLaurin and Devin Singletary in my lineup, and I still won by uh, by 50. It was I was like, how did the fuck did this happen? When, once McLaurin got zero points, I'm like, I'm so screwed. Um, so I got questions concerning the running game for Washington, but that's first off, what is going on with McLaurin? Is it just that Ron Rivera? Is it Ron Rivera? Is it Biennemi? Is it Sam Howell? What's going on there? Because it's like you feel like you should be giving this guy like 12 targets a game, right? It's a mixture of all of it, I think. Yeah, it's just the commander's offense, just whatever they're doing. It just does not have Terry McLaurin in the plans. The only startable asset for me on the commanders as of now is Curtis Samuel. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy, man? I just don't get it. I don't Mm -hmm. like it one bit, but he's the only guy who is getting balls completed to him. So there it is. It's like... and. McLaurin deserves so much better, dude, because he's like he's a, an amazing talent, and he's not a diva. He's like one of the. He's just like it's just such a mild mannered guy, and you never get that out of wide receivers and shit. And it's like he deserves so much better than he gets in Washington, man. He he honestly he won't because he's not a diva, but he should demand a trade. He should absolutely um, should. Hopefully, the next head coach, whoever it is, has an idea of how to use him, but. We'll see. Now let's go to the running game. If Brian Robinson were to miss some time, how do you see this running game shake out? Do you think Gibby gets like a full-time role? Or do you think Chris Rodriguez here comes in and kind of takes over for Brian Robinson? And it's kind of like Gibson has the same role as he has right now. And now Chris Rodriguez has a Brian Robinson role. I think it's Chris Rodriguez getting the Brian Robinson role. Yeah, you just can't trust Antonio Gibson to be like a full-time running back. Yeah, the my who guy of the year. I think he's gonna step in. <laughs> the who guy is that a new segment every year? Who guy? The who guy of the year? <laughs> I like that. Um, 
I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. Yeah. I, 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 Gibby hasn't been like awful lately, I guess. I, I don't, but yeah, I just don't, I don't know if he has full time running back in him at all. I, I mean, I think the commanders think that too. The less you give him the ball, the better, honestly, because the mistakes will come. The fumbles will come if he gets the ball right. any more than he needs to. You're right. Um, is Chris Rodriguez worth picking up in fantasy? Potentially. I mean, we saw the amount of work that Brian Robinson was getting, and I think Chris Rodriguez has some receiving chops too. So I, I would say if you're desperate, especially in like playoff time right now, he could maybe be worth a flex shot. Definitely worth an ad. Okay. Um, that's about it. I mean, this game was over at halftime. Uh, Ooh, Cardinals actually, 24. I was going to say, I don't know about that, though, either. Their schedule in terms of run defense, not not very good. Uh, you got the Rams, the Jets, the 49ers, and then the Cowboys. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's a little I bit would, of a gauntlet. It'd be a little tricky. It's a little bit of a gauntlet. Yeah. Not um, ideal. Cardinals 24, Steelers 10. Kyler Murray uh, did not have a very – he has not really been all that good since coming back. He was decent that first game. Ever since then, it's kind of just been very mid showings. Uh, I think he only had like 11 fantasy points this week, 13 to 23, 145 and a touchdown. James Conner, 25 for 105 and two touchdowns. Revenge game. Uh, Trey McBride, eight for 89 and a touchdown. Trey McBride had a touchdown. It got called back. And then the next play had another touchdown. Uh, Fucking beast. Um, Kenny Pickett, seven for 10, 70 yards, got injured in this game. Trubisky came in in relief, 11 for 17, 117, and a touchdown. Um, Najee Harris, 16 for 63. Jalen Warren, 9 for 59. I think Najee Harris popped up on the injury report today, Yeah, I'm he's not mistaken. Quite, yeah, he's questionable. He didn't practice uh, uh, today. So if you have Jalen Warren, got to kind of probably feel good about that if Najee doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pickens, 4 for 86. Kinda. Deontay, 4 for 33, and a garbage time TD. Fryermuth, 3 for 29. Uh, Frymuth was pretty disappointing after that big week that he had the week before. Yeah, it was Trubisky going down. It's, you know, or Pickett, sorry. Yeah. With Pickett going down, it's like you don't really trust tr- the Truth Biscuit there to really get it to his guys consecutively. Nice showing from James Conner, though, in a revenge game. I I, uh, I didn't play him in the one league I had him in, but I was like, oh, my God, this might be revenge game territory. He might actually have a pretty good game, and I decided not to. I kind of regret it. I still won, so it didn't really matter. I mean, this was the Cardinals' best chance of putting together a winning formula is giving James Conner the ball a decent amount like this, you know? So if they want to mm-hmm. win games, they have to give James Conner the ball to help out Kyler. Yeah, I tend to agree. Trey McBride's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Ertz got released this week. Um, did he sign yet? I don't think he signed yet, did he? Nope. Not yet. Any day now. A lot now. of teams rumored. A lot of teams rumored around him. Eagles. So we'll wait and see. <laughs> we, we've heard Eagles, heard Ravens. I think those are the two that I've heard the most are Eagles and Ravens. But I've also heard, I think, uh, I heard like, I wanted to say Niners, but they have Kittle, so that doesn't really make any sense, right? So who else? Do, I don't remember, actually. There was a lot of, there was like a handful of playoff teams, though. Uh, apparently that's what he's looking for as a playoff team. Yeah. Um, Ravens and Eagles do make a lot of sense. Ravens um, more so. Yeah. I agreed. Yeah. I think um, I think the Eagles just want to give him like they want to sign him back because a Zach Ertz would only need eleven more receptions to become their all-time receptions leader. Mm, so. 
Good workout. Um. Next up, Falcons thirteen, Jets eight. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, Desmond Ritter twelve of twenty-seven, one twenty-one, and a touchdown. Bijan eighteen for fifty-three on the ground, three for twenty-six through the air. Kyle Pitts four for fifty-one. Nicole Pruitt one touchdown catch, twenty yards. Uh, Bud Dupree had two sacks for the Jets. Tim Boyle was 14 to 25, 148, and a pick. Trevor Simeon came in in relief, was 5 of 13 for 66 yards. Um, Dalvin Cook was 9 for 35. Priest Hall, 13 for 16. <laughs> Six catches, oh 29 Lord. yards. Xavier Gibson was 5 for 77. Um, Garrett Wilson, 3 for 50. And Tyler Conklin, 3 for 35. So the funny thing about the Jets this week, that came out was apparently uh, yesterday or today, Robert Sala uh, asked uh, Zach Wilson, he's like, I think we're going to put you back in the starting lineup. And Zach Wilson was like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) 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 They also, uh, Uh, they also cut Tim Boyle today too. They did. did. I imagine Simeon's going to be the starter if I had to guess, but Uh, maybe, but they, they also signed Brett Rippon off of the Seahawks practice squad. So maybe, maybe there could be some kind of competition. Oh God, he was really bad, dude. I, are they just gonna bad. throw him in the? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Ripping farts, dude. Uh, who would you guys start between Simeon, Rippin, and Wilson this week? Oh Lord, Wilson. I would start Simeon, and I I fucking hate Simeon. I think he's awful. Uh, I've always been. Oh. Uh, even when he was on the Broncos, I thought Simeon was terrible. Yeah, just give Simeon a shot. Just throw just fucking dart throws at this point. See what sticks. I would, give Sam, I would give Simeon a shot. I don't think you can go back to Zach Wilson. He was, I mean, he he probably is the best of the three, but that's he doesn't not doesn't want to play. Yeah, I know. He doesn't have that dog in him, bro. He don't want to play. Does he doesn't want to get hurt, apparently. He wants to keep himself healthy. <laughs> healthy for, for the checkout lanes <laughs> next, <laughs> next year. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, part of me, I kind of understands, like, I don't want to go back out there and just get drilled constantly and get, and get interceptions, but I, you can't do that, dude. You're just going to lose respect from people. Uh, and like, who cares about losing respect from fans and like the media, but you're going to lose respect from teammates if you turn that shit down. And it's like, that's going to like spread around the league and that's not going to look good on you. And you already don't look good as it is. I don't think his teammates like him though, either. Honestly, at this point, he bought them ice cream though. (laughs) Yeah, do you hate anybody who's ever bought you ice cream, Kai? Absolutely not, right? I think I could think of a name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I personally would start Simeon, and that's really saying something because he's been bad, and I've always thought he was bad, even when he was a young buck. He's always been bad. Good call. Um, I think Kai and I had an argument at the beginning of the season, right? Because you said that Trevor Simeon was a decent backup, and I was like, get the hell out of town, Kai. Get the heck out. Buck's not um, out yet. Yeah, I guess I guess no, it takes, no the Jets to, takes the Jets to the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers comes in, they win a Super Bowl. Oh Lord. Oh my uh, god. Um, all right, let's move on. I honestly don't ever want to talk about the Jets again if I had a choice. Um how many games we got left? We got three games left. This one, Lions 33, Saints 28. Uh, this was actually uh, it looked like it was gonna be a bar or uh, a blowout like immediately. The the Lions had a 21 point lead. I want to say like six minutes into the game, dude. It was like it was so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty quick. It was like I'm like oh my, and I was like just laughing to myself. I'm like Kai and Dylan actually picked the fucking Saints, and then they started coming back, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I talked shit too <laughs> soon. Um, 
Uh, Jared Goff was 16 of 25, 213 and two. Gibbs was eight for 60. David Montgomery, 18 for 56 and a touchdown. Jamison Williams had a 19 yard touchdown rush. Um, so fast on that thing, dude. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Uh, it shows it you what like, he could possibly do. Uh, the cameraman could like barely keep up with him. He was running so fast. It was actually incredible. Uh, Sam Laporta had a big day, nine for 140 and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Amon Ra, two for 49 and a touchdown. He was one of the people that caught the touchdown for the Lions like immediately and just didn't really have anything going after that. Um, Derek Carr, 17 for 22, 226, a touchdown and a pick, had three separate injuries in this game, all happened on the same play. Uh, I think it was a concussion, a shoulder, and what was the other one? Do you guys remember? Like a rib, maybe. Or rib. Something? <laughs> My God! Fucker. Like, why do they? Why do they keep playing this guy? He is not healthy. Two concussions in a month is like really bad too. Put Jameson and leave him in. Honestly, yeah. like, and and Jameis was two of two for five forty one yards. One of Jameis's completions was the most Jameis play of all time too. Where he, <laughs> it was like Camara was open for a dump off, like like eight yards away from him would have been a first down easy. And Jameis threw in a triple coverage on the sideline and it bounced off with a lion's hands right to Olave for a first down. And I was dying laughing, dude. I was like, that was the most Jameis shit I've ever seen. Uh, We talked about like Minshew having magic. Jameis has magic, dude. It's not the same type of magic that Minshew has, but Jameis just has shit where like it should not work out for him sometimes and it works out perfectly. It's so funny. Um, Honestly, you say put Jameis in. We've all been preaching that. I feel like all like all season long, or at least since like week six ish. We know when Carr came back and didn't look all that impressive. T- put Taysom Hill in as full time quarterback. Why wouldn't they even do that? They obviously fucking love him. Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't you just play him? To stop uh, letting him run the ball. The offense moves touchdowns. with him on the field. Yeah, why not deci- just play him? Their decisions every week. They're like, huh, Derek Carr, are you hundred percent yet? No. Get your ass in there. It's like, this doesn't make any sense, bro. I would rather see Jameis or Taysom than Derek yeah. Carr, personally. Um, yeah. Taysom, speaking of, 13 for 59 and a touchdown uh, rushing. Two catches for 15 yards receiving. Um, did you guys see that sign in the in the crowd where that lady said that she named her kid after Taysom, but it was spelled like T-A-E-S-Y-L? Oh, yeah, that looked <laughs> awful. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Please, oh, that, that spelling. Um Alvin Kamara, 14 for 51 and two. Should have had three. Uh, got, I mean, had one on the goal line, and they called it a touchdown, reviewed it, said it wasn't a touchdown. I didn't think there was enough evidence to overturn it personally. I think Max shares that same opinion. We were talking about it. Absolutely. Um, it was bullshit. Um, and then Taysom Hill vultured it the next play. So that was where Taysom Hill's touchdown came from. Kamara also had six catches for 58 yards. He had a great game, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. even without even without the third touchdown. Olave, five for 119, and A.T. Perry had a 30-yard catch. So, um, I mean, on the box score, this looks like it was an amazing game. It really wasn't. Uh, I mean, it was like all Lions in the first half, and it was all Saints in the second half. Yeah, the Lions defense just got ran through in that second half badly. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't ever hear Aiden Hutchinson's name called. He's kind of disappeared. Their linebacking core just doesn't... They miss a lot of tackles. Like People just breaking arm tackles on them. Their secondary is up and down. I don't know what they're doing over there. You know? like cause I, I believed in that Lions defense earlier this year, and they've really like started giving it up in every way possible. So 
Yeah, they they've fallen off hard for sure. Yeah, they need to uh, fix it. Used to be good against the run, but they've like completely turned that around in the worst way. So yeah, they need to fix it soon though too before the playoffs come around because they are not going to last long in the playoffs with a defense bleeding like that. You got to be good at stopping one or the other, run or pass. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're not good at either right now. You're right. I, I feel like if if they're going to lose a playoff game, it's going to be because of the defense for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, probably is what is truly preventing them from every once in a while. Goff has a bad game too, but like I think the defense is truly preventing them from being like a true contender in the NFC. I, mm-hmm. I, I could see them upsetting like one of Dallas, Philly, or San Francisco, but not two, and definitely not all three. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, it's super tough. Um, next up. Kai's safest game of the week. Uh, <laughs> uh, some are saying you've lost your fastball, Kai. Some are saying you've lost your fastball. You lost last week, and then you picked the Chargers, who put up six fucking points. It still Got worked. the win, though. It still worked out, but... Yeah, you know it the was... Patriots, Patriots covered, though? No way. No, no they didn't. I, I, think it was, I think the Chargers were six and a half. No, they were five and a half. Oh, were they? Okay, at least, at least, at least when I bet it. Okay, then I I saw or heard differently. So yeah, I they, they they barely covered, but you know we take okay, those. Okay, uh, the Patriots covering with zero points would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, Justin Herbert, twenty-two of thirty-seven, two hundred and twelve yards. Uh, Chargers won six to nothing. By the way, I don't know if I said the score. Austin Eckler, fourteen for eighteen. Yikes. He's got to be playing hurt, right? He is so hurt, and they're not it's saying be, anything about it. He was fine before he got injured originally, right? Like, he, yeah, he, he was, was doing decent. Good enough, you yeah. know, like, sure. But he is hurting somewhere. It's not evident, so it's got to be something internal. Like, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's going to it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes in fantasy drafts next year. Um, well, Ke- depending Keenan on Allen. what team he lands on, too, right? He might sure, he's a free agent, right? I he might fall that. out of the first round, honestly. Oh, he definitely will. Yeah, he definitely will. He's getting a little old. Um, well. Keenan Allen, five for fifty-eight. Huge mm. Quinn Johnston, five for fifty-two. Gerald Everett, four for forty-four. Khalil Mack had two sacks for the Pats. Bailey Zappi, thirteen of twenty-five for one forty-one. Uh, Ramondre was nine for 39, got injured in this game. Zeke was 17 for 52 plus four catches for 40 yards. Tyquan Thornton, one rush for 39 yards and Devonte Parker four for 64. I really think the only talking point in this game is, uh, what do you do about the Patriots running backs? Is Zeke interesting to pick up on the waiver wire? Absolutely. The top ad this week, like mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Actually, because it sounds like Ramondre is going to be out for a few weeks, right? Yeah, he's no longer fantasy relevant at this point. So it's Zeke, and it's not an exciting offense to be on. But, you know, he's good enough to where he can get you some rushing yards. Maybe they end up on the goal line by, you know, some chance. And he catches the ball decently well still. So I'm I mean, all in on Zeke to, if you need a running back, you need to go get him. Exactly. Spend the rest of your fab, use your priority, go get Zeke if you need one. Well, I was just going to say, though, too, yeah, the, the, you are right about that. The one bright spot on the Patriots offense is their running back position. Ramondre was like the lone bright spot for like the last few weeks in that offense. So I think Zeke takes over that role pretty comfortably. 
To be fair, though, Ramondre is a much better player than Ezekiel Elliott is at this stage. But I think just volume sake alone, I think you kind of have to pick up Zeke. It's if okay. you need, if you need one, you have to go get him. That's just yeah. all okay. it is. Okay. Um, also, I though, mean, I mean, how bad are the Chargers? They're they're awful, dude. Yeah, this is like inexcusable now at this what point. What are they? Like, uh, five and eight? Is that the record? Five and seven? I think Something they're. Like that. Five. I think five and seven. Yeah, five and seven. But still, though, they were struggling to put points on the Patriots. Like, what in the world are we doing here? It was awful. Like, especially like Keenan Allen. Like, he had you know a decent game, but you expect more out of him. Just across the board. Like, I expect more what, out of what Herbert. Are they doing? Yeah, I like, mean, holy crap! His completion percentage wasn't great. I took, sure. I took Herbert this year in the draft thinking, like, I got to steal that quarterback. And, man, it's just been a rough year. They really – the Mike Williams thing is so interesting. Like, what I are they going to do at wide receiver next year? You know, I actually because... – th- I think you're on to something with Mike Williams, man. I think that guy is, like, the glue pin that keeps that offense moving. He's the big play guy. You know, yeah. he kind of has been. He's just consistently hurt, so that sucks for fantasy managers, the Chargers themselves. But, you know, he's going into free agency. Like, <sighs> T. Higgins, I want to circle back to him. Like, is he a potential ad for this team? Ooh, I mean, he would be a uh, perfect Mike Williams replacement, in my opinion. Also, I mean, I, you know, I'm a T. Higgins owner in Dynasty. I want him on the Chiefs, but. You want everybody on the Chiefs. I want everybody on the Chiefs, but it's specifically him to have that stack. That would be, I would cream everywhere. But there's he is he he's gonna be the top <laughs> wide receiver free agent, right? Like no hands down. Oh, I imagine so, yeah. yeah. I imagine so. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about that later on this year and things like that, but very interesting to see what they're gonna have to do to try to re- possibly replace Mike Williams. Because Q Jane it at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh Mike Williams to the Bengals and, and T. Higgins to the Chargers. That'd be a perfect Fuck swap. It. Fuck it. I, um, they don't, the, the Bengals do not have the money, though, because all that money's starting to go to their quarterback next year. It's kicking in next true. year. So they're um, in a tough sitch. Tough sitch. All right. Last game on the slate Colts 31, Titans 28. This was an overtime game as well. This was a pretty good game, actually. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, men shoot 26 of 42, 312, and two touchdowns. Zach Moss was 19 for 51. Michael Pittman, 11 for 105 and a touchdown. Alec Pierce, 3 for 100 and a touchdown. Kylan Granson, 3 for 72. Um, Samson Ebukam. 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 Two sacks. Uh, Quiddy Pay, two sacks. What are these names, dude? Will Levis, 16 for 33, 224 and a touchdown for the Titans. Uh, he had some crazy plays in this game. He There was one where he did like an Elway, you know, where he like got hit by two defenders and he kind of did like a, like a, like a propeller motion in the air and got a first down. And then there was another one where he like, uh, I think fumbled or threw an interception or something like that. And then somehow got it back and got a first down. Dude, he, <laughs> he, he laid that guy out. Yeah. It was actually awesome. He was like, he knew immediately that it was a fumble or at least, you know, possibly a fumble. So he just mm-hmm. followed the ball. Hilarious. And the second the dude got his hands on, he freaking laid him out, stripped it and fell on it. That was awesome. Yeah. 
I, I'm not trying to say he's bad because we haven't seen enough of him yet, but he's probably the most electric bad player in the league. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's so he's fun, absolutely. Yeah. He made the Titans fun again. He did. Make Titans fun again. Make the Titans fun again. Remember when the Titans were fun. Uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry, 21 for 102 and two touchdowns, left this game with uh, what people thought was a concussion, but he apparently he's not in concussion protocol. So, um, I don't know, pick up Tajay Spears, I guess. Uh, I, I, I wasn't as, it wasn't as important as it was like 48 hours ago when I thought he was like, oh, I'm like, oh shit, Derrick Henry might be out for a minute you know mm-hmm. I, I, I Tajay Spears might get his chance now sounds like Derrick Henry actually might play next week so I don't know if the Titans are just lying about his concussion or Derrick Henry is just a superhuman it probably is that uh but apparently he he got fucking hit really hard too I haven't seen Dude, Derrick that was Green the hardest hard in a while yeah that was the hardest hit I can remember on Derrick Henry like and it was just one guy you know usually mm-hmm. it takes two guys to hit him that hard but it was like wow okay didn't think he could like send that big of a human like flying backwards like that. Yeah, he hit the ground hard too. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think he, he expected to be able to be hit that hard. <laughs> so this isn't like, supposed to happen. Right. <laughs> hey, that kind of uh, hurt. <laughs> the first time he's ever felt pain in the NFL. <laughs> uh Tajay Spears, 16 for 75, plus four catches for 13 yards. Oh, and then new- knees. He's kind Mr. of good. He is good. We were trying to tell you. Um, All right. DeAndre Hopkins, five for 75 and a touchdown. Chiga Conquo, three for 62. Uh, any takeaways from this game? This uh, overtime thriller? Gardner Minshew is a beast. Yeah, he has a Minshew massive Minshew magic, cock. baby. Minshew magic. He's he is want, so fun. Like, I want to see this one of my favorite players ever. ever I want to see a Minshew led team in the playoffs. It'd be cool. Before it would be I cool. die, dude. Imagine. Has it happened before? It hasn't, right? Because it was Hurts with the Eagles, and then uh, I don't think he made the playoffs with the Jags. As, as, as a starter, no, he has not. Yeah, dude, that'd be awesome, dude. Imagine if he pull, pulled a big dick, Nick. I would just. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, oh, that'd be crazy, dude. Oh, oh, Minshew and Zach Moss win the Super Bowl. <laughs> that'd be insane. Uh, um, oh, little Pittman. I just want to talk about him real quick. He is a PPR monster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, Minshew knows who to get it to over and over. That's Pittman. So, if you have him, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I tried to get Pittman off a couple people in different leagues this year, and it just wasn't it wasn't happening. But I, I've I've always been a fan of Pittman. I think he's a really good player, and you're right, he's a, a PPR monster. Yeah, if he doesn't score, you're okay because he's getting freaking like 15 targets a game. You know, mm-hmm. at like eight or nine catches at least. It seems like like you're okay no matter what with him. I mean, I'm glad it's that way now because at one point in the season, it was looking like it was a uh, Josh Downs territory for the most part, but now it's falling back to Pittman. I mean, Downs did have a little stretch where he was better, but I, 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 I never thought Downs was like the better receiver personally. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's a hot take or anything like that. I've always been a fan of Pittman. I think he's a really good talent. Uh, Downs is good too, though. Yeah. Pittman's the alpha, but Downs is serviceable. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about Alec Pierce too. That's a DP special. DP's always been a Alec Pierce guy. Yeah, Alec Pierce is like your high upside play. You know, he's not going to get a lot of volume, but he can't, he will get those big plays every once in a while. Yeah. DP just likes those little white boys. Yep, 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 yep. Um, 
Yeah, it's Julian Edelman plastered on his wall next to a Danny Amendola poster. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. That's it for the review. Let's uh, let's get to the preview, the Thursday night football preview. Uh, uh, Patriots uh, two and ten, Steelers seven and five. Uh, this will be a Mitchell Trubisky Bailey Zappi showdown, if I had to guess. Oh my and, lord! Uh, Demario Douglas is questionable. Ramondre Stevenson is doubtful, as is Brian Dixon. Uh, I will. I will. I, I doubt I will be watching this game. Kenny Pickett is out. Najee Harris did not practice Tuesday. Is questionable. You got to imagine he might not play since it's a short turnaround. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, oh boy. We kind of already talked about uh, Jalen Warren. Probably fire him up. Absolutely. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, like we all kind of mentioned, you got to go get him this week and probably fire him up if you have. Would you play him against the Steelers? This is kind of a weird. It's in. It's in Heinz Field it. too. Would you? Okay. I'm doing it. If I'm I a little more nervous than back, you are. It's just that with the injuries, it's it, it just the, the, like if you're the Najee owner, for instance, yeah. and you don't have Jalen Warren, go get Zeke. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's yeah. this. The, the list just keeps adding and adding, and it's like, you, you, you know, even at this point of the season, it's like, this part is so crucial. We're, we're entering the, this is the last week of the regular season for most leagues, right? Mm-hmm. So, many people need a win this week, so I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with Seek in the flex. Yeah, Fair I mean, that, this, is, this is a week where you do kind of have to do some very risque er, kind of things. Sorry, it's the Thursday night game. Don't put him in the flex. Sorry. Don't put him in the flex, yeah. Um, all right, let's pick this. Uh, Dylan picked the Steelers. I'm picking the Steelers. Oh, boy. I'm going paid Steelers. Oh, <laughs> you, got me. you got me for a second. Man, I, I guess it's like uh, <laughs> this is a very spicy one. I mean, this is honestly a game that I think sets the NFL back like 100 Dude, years. I can totally actually see the Patriots winning this game. One of these teams is 7-5, and five, by the way, Kai. <laughs> Yeah, I but only see-, see the Patriots winning just by some bullshit. Like I don't know. Like yeah, I tend to think Trubisky's not as bad as people give him credit it, for. They're like ten, like thirteen to ten at the last second. There's like a DPI call that puts them like you know just within yeah. field goal range, and the Patriots win. You know something like that. Well, like, I mean. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't see the Patriots. I mean, this I'm, me personally, I'm not going to pick the Patriots, but I can see your reasoning for maybe saying that they could win because they have been holding their opponents to ten points or less, even though they're losing those games, which is fucking crazy. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Steelers—they just—they have to win this game. I mean, this Patriots' offense is not helping them out whatsoever. I just yeah. don't I trust the Truth Biscuit, man. He's I mean, not keep good. my. Trubisky does turn the ball over a lot, but he can make throws too. Like if you yeah. look at his touchdown to interception ratio in his in his career, you would actually be kind of shocked. It's not as bad as you think it's going to be. Honestly, it's honestly like decent. Uh, Patriots he can just make can't throws. score points. Patriots cannot score exactly. points. Yeah, so. and the Steelers still have Mike Tomlin. Like I get Bill Belichick, sure, but like he, Belichick's not putting out like a great showing this year. Like Tomlin, Tomlin has has done a fantastic coaching job this year. It's in Heinz Field. I don't see the Patriots winning this game. This is Brian's safest Thursday game of the week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna let you cook. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say a pretty bold prediction here. I mean, I'm still picking oh, the God, Steelers. I'm I'm picking the Steelers, but I'm gonna say it's like. Two to zero, like a safe, like a safety. <laughs> like, no, the Pirates my- Red Sox game. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Mine was better. Yeah, that's the, that's the worst take that's been on this fucking podcast, Bruh. guy. Bruh. I'm just, I'm just saying, like it would not Good be, God. it would not be out of the realm of possibility. No, it is. 
It's out of the realm of possibilities, 100%. I'm just saying. Jalen Warren might get like 25 carries, dude. Two to zero. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Run it through the garden of the soundboard and fucking play them all. All right, that's it. We're out of here before I mean, Kai yeah. makes me even more mad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find oh, us on. We forgot to do this one Wait. for hell. There we go. He didn't Wait, deserve it this week. Re- really, really quick though. I mean, has that has that score ever been done in the NFL before? Just two to zero. That, that would be a score of gummy for that, sure. That had to be a, I wanna, be a, you know what? I want to see it happen. Write it down. Steelers two to zero. Oh God. I'm not um, writing it down. I'm not writing it down either. <laughs> um, fuck your fuck your raging take. Um, That's how bad this right. Thursday game is. I don't even care. At Raging Takes on all social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, what else? Twitter, Instagram. Did I say Instagram already? All of them. X.com. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, we're, we're, we're not on any porn sites. Um, I'm at Mantana Sauce on Twitter. Kai is at RTP Kai. Mac is at It's Mac Brub, B-R-U-H. Dylan is at Such a Wise Fool. I still can't get that one down. And uh, if you want to leave us an email, drop it at ragingtakes at gmail.com. We will see you on Saturday. See you guys. Woo. Bye.